This is one of the best shows ever made. It is a crime that it stopped after two seasons. Um, and I'm rewatching it. Uh, and um, I will start now. I've seen every episode once, and this will be the second time. So obviously I know what happens. But now I get to watch it again, and I will comment on it. So you'll... Uh, hear me comment, but there won't be any pauses or any dead air. If I don't say anything, that's fine. I will say something when the moment strikes. And if it doesn't, don't worry, that'll be edited out. So, without further ado, let us start Patriot, Season 1, Episode 1, Milwaukee, America. Ignore that person beeping outside. How dare you? So, non-official cover, it just it explains, obviously, what John is doing. So I, I find this cliche um, to have, like, some kind of definition beforehand. But, again, it's one of the best shows ever made, so it's fine. I, I, will, I will excuse them on this. There's Ichabod. And there's Leslie, played by the great Kirkwood Smith, who I first saw him in the first Robocop, and he was absolutely terrifying. Let's try that one again. So condescending from Leslie. Um... And I don't even know if the terminology is correct for this kind of company, but it doesn't matter because the way they word this jargon was is just poetry. And it, and when it gets further down, they'll take it from the um, – there's an internet spoof video about a confabulator that's around, uh, and that's where they got, like, a lot of the jargon from, and it's just hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tomorrow's not another day for John because he needs this job to get where he's going. And he will, as we will see in just a second, uh, he will do anything to get this job. And that includes, uh, that includes pushing a man in front of a bus. Oh, in front of a truck. How, how no one saw him do that? Or, like, it seemed obvious that he pushed, that he was pushed, but I guess not. And um, I will I will let the the opening song play uh, for one time this season because I just I get tired, especially in shows that you that one after the other. Uh, it's uh, it gets tiresome to hear the theme song over and over again. And I also have the soundtrack. I, I bought the soundtrack because it's it's like a Spinal Tap to where some of the songs are made for comedic purposes, but they're good songs, like like ironic, like unironically good songs. But the, uh, this beginning shows the relationship between, you know, uh, John and, and his brother, Cool Rick. And then for the second season, they did uh, Sure Shot by the Beastie Boys, I believe. Stephen Conrad, who I never heard of um, before Patriot. And he's doing uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, Game of Thrones uh, prequel, Dunkin' Egg, based on the books. So what makes the show so great is just a combination of so many different things, and, and, and those so many different things are done so well. You have political intrigue, you'll have action, you have extreme comedy. Like by extreme comedy, I mean like laugh out loud stuff, and then drama, just 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 and, and extreme drama, just like really heavy duty stuff brought about, you know, revolving around John and his PTSD, just based on all the trauma he's experienced and will end up experiencing throughout these two seasons. And there's uh, the father, Tom Tavener, talking about uh, 
uh, how his son can be a little too honest uh, with with his songs, and it's not great when uh, it's fine if you're a folk singer, but not great in in intelligence. And the songs are excellent. Like I have I have the soundtracks. I, I bought the soundtracks for season one and two, and while the songs are funny, they're 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 really really good and, and touching and and and, and heartfelt. Um, so. Uh, so yeah, so it's just it's interesting how I wonder in real life if they would have the father command the son. You figure it would be an, just an extreme conflict of interest, and this is uh, one of many songs. Um, this is it just tells everything, and this is John in uh, in Amsterdam, and um, the the actor uh, God, what's his name? Yeah, uh, his name will come up soon. So the actor who plays John, uh, God, I'm just forgetting his name. Usually on Amazon, like they they have the uh, the the guy's name, but it's not coming up yet for some reason. Even though he's in the scene, Urgh. the one time I want. Wait, let me see if I can. Oh no, oh, uh, there he is, Michael Dorman as uh, as John Tavner slash John Lakeman. I mean, excellent, excellent actor, excellent voice, excellent musician. The guy's got it all. And and again, this is how he uh, this is how he copes with his his trauma. And it just showed how a series of errors can uh, can really you know mess things up. So he was tortured, um, and now he's just uh, he's just suffering the. Uh, the uh, the effects of the torture. So they're just planting him in Amsterdam. Smoking a lot of weed. Yep, and it's just him dealing with that terror, just regret he killed the wrong person. And it was those series of errors that got him got him caught, and you know, eventually uh, uh, set free um, or escaped. I forgot what, but. You know, leads him to where he is now. There's Cool Rick. And this actor, uh, where is he? It's who he's Edward Tavner slash Cool Rick. Michael Chernus. He's in the. Sh- he, I saw first saw him in the show Easy on Netflix, uh, which was uh, which was very good as well. And he's also in. Uh, Severance, which I don't have Apple TV, so I, which I haven't seen, but I hear it's very good. So right off the bat, this first episode explores the relationship between between uh, Cool Rick and and his son. And there's uh, John's wife Alice, who there like the first episode kind of gets off the ground running, but it's doing a great job just introducing all the characters who, who we will come to know and who I will come to come to love uh, for the during these uh, two seasons. And this is the beginning of the Charles Grodin, where it, it, it goes into John's self-destruction, where he's just going to ride his bike, not stop at stoplights, train tracks, or stop signs, because he, he, he can't uh, hurt himself purposely, but if he gets hurt accidentally, he, he would think that's okay. It's just a way to, to punish himself, and, and probably a, a way that, uh, with, with most cases of self-harm, uh, one helps him feel... And it's, uh, you know, like I said, uh, self-punishing as, as, as well. I guess... Oh, and now he falls. And that was an accident. 
And I guess the bike riding gives him something to do, makes him feel a little better, you know, another way to cope. And so it's establishing the kind of dynamic between the brothers and the father, really. Um, from the opening credits to, to watching the home video, where the father can look back and, and reflect on the relationship with his sons. So Eddie's a congressman. And his father is, I guess, deep cover intelligence and is, uh, you know, doing everything he can to protect his son. And to do that, goes to an, he goes to another guy he trusts, which is his other son. So Eddie, just uh, all these years later, still protects his brother. And, you know, that was, that was a test. That was a test by his father just to see the loyalty that um, the brothers have uh, to each other. That Eddie has to John, and then you'll you'll see that John as well has to Eddie, and just the smile on Terry O'Quinn's face, uh, that he's comfortable. So it's establishing, you know, relationships between fathers and sons. Uh, the uh, Tavner's mother comes in later, but right now it's it's between fathers and sons. So Eddie and his son, uh, what's his son's name, Ephraim, and then Eddie's. Uh, uh, girlfriend as well, the, the mother of his of his child, and you know, and just see how actions have consequences, or you know, just Eddie had to do something, and then you know, leaving his son to the grandmother, to where his son jumps off a roof with an umbrella because his mother was telling him about Mary Poppins. So, yep. Thankfully, the yeah, thankfully the kid's okay. Hey, John. Yeah, he gives him another mission where he's obviously not ready for another mission, but they give it to him anyway. So, like, they introduce, like, a very serious mission, but at the same time, it's something to laugh at to where Eddie, you know, Edward wants to go to the mechanical bulls instead of getting back to his son who just broke both his ankles and feet. And I was actually in Amsterdam for about eight hours. Uh, I was on vacation in Holland, staying at a uh, in, in a town about three hours south of Amsterdam and that was a great town too but Amsterdam was a lot of fun I, I hope to go back there soon so I think this is another way for John to cope by just distracting himself with different activities to where he doesn't have to think about the things that he's done and the things that he's seen and he just threw the bowl match so he can go home and his brother knows because the sooner he goes home, the sooner he sees Alice. So it appears that John is <laughs> impotent, um, and impotence can be from, uh, you know, stress, uh, not being focused, uh, anxiety. Or it just could be the ice cream truck that's distracting him. Well, it just shows how well the family gets along, you know, for them to be, <laughs> to joke around with the father just walking in on them, starting to have sex. And just some exposition explaining the mission, and John is not too excited about, about it. And they're both really playing the guitar. You know, so they never explained this, so maybe John was interested in folksy music because of his dad. I think this is a Towns Van Zandt song they're singing. And, and then John sings about it in the song Cool Rick. So there's a line like, if I needed you, would you come to me? 
and it goes back to the somewhat present in 2012, where John has increases, increased his chances of getting the job at McMillan, which he obviously does. And then introducing Birdbath, who plays a part. Drug testing, which he will surely fail from all the weed he's been smoking. And John has to think very, very fast. And this is introducing Dennis, played by another Conrad, I believe the, the brother of the creator of the show, who is just absolutely hilarious in it. And this is, you know, John just starts making friends and, you know, friends who are <laughs> become extremely loyal to him. And possibly the country of the United States. There you go. Trying to persuade Dennis in any way you can. And it, it then further explains just how Dennis and, and people working what he feels is a purposeless job to do something with purpose. Something very, very important and with purpose. So I think that's part of the reason why they, they get on to do it. To, uh, to, to, to go on with John. Then Birdbath hears everything. And this is where the terrible blackmail begins. And, like, at first, you're meant to really just not like Birdbath, but then, of course, you, you, you end up coming to like him, which just shows the, the gift of the, uh, uh, the writing of the show, how good it is. And it's taking its time. The show is taking its time. And Edward just likes that title. Like, it's just, it's, uh, you know, establishing title, and he just wants a badge. Oh, and 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 this is where just it's never simple. It doesn't just go from A to B. So many complications uh, ensue. The point A to point B isn't so simple, you know. And 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 they 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 draw a parallel between the money and the oil and the piping. And this is where the like the stress of the show really begins, because from I think this point on to like to the end of the show which just John is under some kind of stress I mean he does have some moments where he's relaxed but for the most part he is just under an immense amount of mental and then physical stress so he's dealing with the stressors of obviously his job with intelligence but now his job that he's that, that's his cover so two stressors two of many stressors so again just looking for a higher purpose because Dennis is just not satisfied everybody's so very calm about this and then this establishes just how incredibly tough John is taking on five uh, Brazilian jitsu guys and then here comes the action which is you know, the violence is just it's visceral you know and it can be brutal at times. And it just, it's just the physical trauma that, that John just endures throughout these two seasons is just unreal. And this is like, again, the, the, the first of it, aside from the, the, the torture uh, he went through. Uh, see, I, I've, I've heard the, the soundtrack so many times, and this is a song not on the soundtrack, but it's, it's an original John Lakeman song. So he's just basically telling his whole undercover story. See, I, well, I guess that's why it wasn't on the soundtrack, because it wasn't the whole song, but it, I think it still would have been funny. Oh, attache badge. You know, and just further establishing how loyal his brother is to him. 
now we meet the detective. Uh, so Agatha Albon. I'm just the American pronunciation. Agatha Albon's prettier <laughs> said in 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 French. Played by Aliette Ofem, who I believe is Swedish. I think she pulled off a Luxembourg or French uh, very well. And, th- and this begins just how she's a great detective, and it, but it just shows the misogyny involved with, uh, with the Luxembourg police and her all-women squad. But you, we'll see just how incredibly thorough uh, she is throughout the two seasons. And this is another thing that, again, starts to get messed up. Where uh, he thought he gave the money to the right guy, turns out the wrong guy, and it's just the trail of the money over and over until really the end of season two. So again, going back to fathers and sons and relationships, which goes through seasons one and two, and there's a bunch of songs on the soundtracks that with, uh, you know, that that John sings about fathers and sons oh and now he introduction of cool rick and then just goes the the heartbreak of how uh edward can't uh say that ephraim's his son just because of politics but he still loves him and another stressor and another stressor so there's like five major stressors going on all at once. <laughs> just, just the face on John. <laughs> it just about says it all. All right. So that was the end of season one, episode one, Milwaukee America for the show Patriot. Uh, so it's commentary only because, you know, that's really all I need to say. Uh, all I had to say, I, I said during the commentary. So uh, if you like this and uh, hopefully you will like other episodes of my podcast, which is called Music, Movies and More. Um, and you can uh, find out more about this podcast. Uh, you can go on Twitter at MMAM Podcast. You can uh, email me at mmampodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook at M-M-A-M Podcast. Please rate uh, and share, and that would be great. It would be great if you rate. Hopefully it's a good rating. Um, and like I've been saying uh, for a while now, uh, just regarding not only the pandemic, which is still going on, but all their kinds of information, just get them from credible sources and certainly not from, from a, uh, from a podcaster or influencer. So, uh, look up articles, uh, or listen and or watch and listen to news on, uh, New York times, BBC, NPR, USA Today, Washington post, just to name a few, uh, knowledge is power. So stay powerful, everyone until next time. Bye.